Hello love, before we get into today's episode, if you want even more glittery goodness bang for your buck, well then you need to head to glitterball.plus where you can subscribe for just $7 a month. You'll get first listen access to all your Glitterball favourites, ad-free listening, as well as exclusive podcasts just for Glitterball Plus subscribers. You can head to glitterball.plus today to get all that and more for just $7 a month. Let's get into today's show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Oh my God, what is that? Is that another crop of kangaroo girls? Oh yes, it's time to start a whole new drag adventure. Welcome to Drag Race Time Machine Down Under. From Glitterball, this is Drag Race Time Machine Down Under. Hello my loves and welcome to a brand new drag adventure. We are getting down and dirty with the queens down under. Oh my goodness. What a premiere. Where do we start? Wow. Talk about turning the drama up to 11 from season one. That is exactly what they did with this episode. And just straight off the bat, what a phenomenal cast. Say what you like about a few of them. What a phenomenal cast. Really, really great to watch. And I think it's going to be a very entertaining season. But... Before we get into it, may I just remind you, as always, this podcast contains spoilers. So if you haven't seen the first episode of Drag Race Down Under, then please just pause this, come back when you have, find it on whatever streaming app you have it available on, be it Stan, be it Wow Presents Plus, wherever. Go find it and then come back to me, okay? I don't want to spoil things for you. All right. Now that is out the way, let's get into it. Oh my god, we're gonna do this in kind of first in the workroom, that kind of way. First in was Hanaconda, sounding very much like a truck driver, god bless. Um, look, Hannah I think is gonna be good value, she's gonna be sassy and sort of cutting in the confessional, she looks beautiful with that entrance look and even with the 
challenge because this week, in case you didn't know, the queens were tasked with celebrating the native bush by creating a look all from unconventional materials. In this case, leaves, recyclable materials, all sorts. And some did well and others, um, yeah, we'll get to that. But back to Hannah. I, look, I think they're going to have good value. I found them entertaining in this episode, so time will tell. Next in was Faux Fur. Oh, my goodness. God bless Faux Fur. This was such a funny entrance, and the fact that they didn't cut out her going back and doing it again just made it so much funnier, in my opinion. This was just great. What a joy. She gave us great confessional. I am really sad, spoiler alert, that she went home this week. I felt like there was more for her to give and she would have been very good television. Very loud. So I'm sure the sound engineers on set were glad to see the back of her. But I thought she was going to be great television and I'm kind of sad that she went home so early. Close behind, turning our duo into a threesome, it was Spanky Jackson. I'm sorry, but what was this dress? Spanky, darling, come on. We're having a running theme of dresses without bottoms. What's going on here? Um, because that's what happened with her entrance look and that's what happened with this one. And I'm just like... Yeah, okay. But really? I, I, I don't know. I, I, look, I understand the whole shtick of Spanky does things that shouldn't be done. But I'm just not entirely sure that the bottomless dress look um, suits them. Having said that, though... I think they are also going to be a very entertaining team. We saw them give great confessional this week, uh, especially the impassioned speak about uh, another queen who we'll come to in a minute. But I think they're going to be good value again. Uh, there's a lot of good value queens on these cards. Really, if I had to sum them all up, I'd be, I'd just be saying great value. So there's the TLDR. Uh, version of this episode. Great value, great start. Ta-da! See you next week. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Up next was the Brisbane Pocket Rocket Beverly Kills. Now, this was quite a different entrance look to a lot of the others, but what I think Beverly is unfortunately going to be known for is that mouth. And unfortunately, that's not a compliment. I understand since the episode, they've been like, don't don't get me wrong, I respect my elders, but that doesn't make good television. But also, yikes. Talk about letting your ass hang out. And unfortunately, I think that's what Beverly has done. And she's kind of walked into the villain edit. So I guess I just hope they're ready to embrace it because uh-oh. But this entrance was really fun. The whip cracking was something new. Scared the hell out of the queens, which was very funny to watch. 
But yeah, look, I'm a little concerned for, for Beverly this season, I won't lie. But I think they did a, a reasonable job in this first episode, but their look was not my favourite, so I'm not quite sure where the confidence was coming from. But good for Beverly. Mm. Continuing the train of great entrances, however, was Mini Cooper. This was such a fun little entrance, a great showcase of their sense of humour. Look, this episode made me really fall in love with Mini. They were the only one that I cared to talk about that ridiculous mini challenge about. I thought they were very funny with that as well. Um, clearly making RuPaul laugh. And just very quick on their feet with humour, so I'm really hoping they make it to Snatch Game. But strong showing despite a somewhat janky dress for the design challenge this week for Mini. Up next was a queen who I'm coining. Molly, how about those tits? Poppins. Uh, look, you know what? Molly had a fabulous showing this week. Um, very, very funny. Very stupid in the mini challenge. Uh, and an incredible dress. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, you made that out of those materials. How on earth did you do that in such a short span of time? I was so impressed. And yet they showed her panicking in the edit. And I'm like, she was panicking, but she came up with that. Hmm. But just an incredible first week for Miss Molly Poppins. That is certain. Things took an odd turn after Molly arrived when we met. You're a guy. This is such a fun entrance for Yuri. I love this. Although I did say to a friend, I feel like she may have gotten lost on her way to Dracula. But please, by all means, prove me wrong. I'm just not sure that the queens that are on the darker edge of drag do well on Drag Race when they're being judged by RuPaul. That's just my opinion. But I am a big fan of Yuri. I think they're going to be a very strong queen. We saw it this week with the design challenge. Very strong. Up next was a queen who I think, and this might be a controversial opinion, so buckle up, folks, because here we go. But I feel like they're trying a little too hard to be a producer's contestant, and that is Pomara Fifth. Look, they looked great in this design challenge. I'll give them credit where credit is due. But all throughout the episode, I was like, please, please stop trying so hard. It just felt like everything was like trying to get at the jugular of drag race constantly. And I'm like, come down. You'll be here for a few more weeks, I feel. Okay, you don't need to go so hard so fast. Um, but uh, look... I'm not finding them as enjoyable as some of the others to watch at the moment, and I hope that changes. But we will continue our jaunt about these new Down Under Queens and some of their antics in a minute. And we're back. Hello again. Hi. Welcome back. Are we comfy? Are we... Okay, good. Let's continue. Our penultimate queen into the workroom was Aubrey Hay from Melbourne. 
And you know what? I have to give credit where credit is due. For a queen who has been doing drag for such a short amount of time, they are incredibly polished in terms of an aesthetic. But much like Beverly, I think Aubrey is walking in to the villain edit. And I, I just can't shake it. I'm like, oh, oh. So it will be interesting to see how that develops. But at the moment, I'm a little worried about both of them. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. But we shall see. But then we get to our final queen to enter the workroom and talk about saving quite the entrance to the last. It's Queen Kong in just an incredible outfit. Uh making a King Kong reference as the damsel in Kong's hand. And I was like, this is really clever, really fun. In my personal opinion, they're the trade of the season. Hello. Um, Just a really strong start for Queen Kong. But I want to drop in some in-real-world behind-the-curtain moment here for just a second. Apparently, post-episode, it's come out that um, Queen Kong actually had to change the materials for her look because they had an allergic reaction to some of the materials they were using in their first go-around. So if it looks a little rushed and a little unfinished with this, I'm going to assume it was the new outfit, then I think we have our answer Yet somehow they managed to hide the allergic reaction in the editor. I'm fascinated. So, now that we've met everyone and I've given you a general lay of the land, let's quickly talk about the other bits of this episode. 
So as I mentioned before, I'm going to dive straight into Spanky backing up Minnie and kind of the, the older girl's corner chat, if you will, of the ageism. We definitely saw a similar storyline, I'm going to say, to that of Drag Race US Season 7, where it was kind of old guard versus the new crop. But you know what? I don't love it. It it feels to me, and I, I'm fully aware this is the edit, but it feels to me the edit is like, we think we're hot shit because we're young and new. And I don't know that that's a great look for these younger queens. Whether they're going to own that edit, I'm not sure. But that's how it's coming across. I commend it. I commend Spanky for standing up for Minnie. I thought it was a very nice moment. And it's a very correct statement of the legend is the one that allowed you to walk out the door looking however the heck you want. But I thought that was a very um, strong emotional moment. In terms of other design challenge moments, do you know, I'm not sure that I have that many, but I do want to raise the talk of uh, Molly. They absolutely gave us so many red herrings there that I am fascinated by of her being panicked like she wasn't going to get the the dress done. And I was like, yeah, you arguably, I think, are the most put together of the bunch. The other queen who I thought they gave us a bizarre red herring of is Yuri Guy, who had sewn with the material before, yet they they were presenting it as if she was completely out of her depth. And I'm like, huh? But look, just a very strong first challenge, I think. I love a good design challenge. And this one didn't really disappoint. I think it was actually better than last season's design challenge, in my opinion. But let's get to the pointy end of the episode where we have our bottom two. I think this was the correct bottom two by a mile, even though the reality TV watcher in me probably would have liked to have seen Beverly and Aubrey get a bit of a shake-up by placing a bit lower. I, I can see what they're building here, so I'll leave it alone. But I think this was the correct, based off the challenge, bottom two. So... Banky and Fofo lip sync to Kylie Minogue's Get Out of My Way, one of my favourite songs. I was thrilled to see it as a lip sync, but unfortunately, Fofo is told to sashay away. And with that, my loves, we have reached the end of our first Down Under Drag Adventure. Let me know what you think of this different style of me covering these kind of meet the queen entrancey first challenge episodes because this was interesting and fun for me to do so let me know if you like it 
If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who is watching Drag Race Down Under. And get involved in the conversation by heading over to our Instagram, which is at wearegoodable, and joining with our stories over there to let me know your favourite Down Under moment. But until next week, my loves, please look after yourselves. And remember, if today was a bad day, don't worry, you're not broken. You're just a disco ball. I'll see you next week. Much love. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>